Welcome to the NLPCourses.com show, where we push past the hype and pull back the velvet curtains of creating a successful life with NLP. Diving into physiology, neuroscience, and linguistics so that NLP becomes a practical tool at home and in your career, moving beyond the techniques so that you can make a name, make money, or make a difference. Tune in weekly if you care more than others think wise as we set out on our quest to uncover the secrets of successful people from all walks of life. Make sure you head over to nlpcourses.com to subscribe to receive our newsletter and receive free transcripts of each show. Here's your host, NLP Master Trainer, John Cassidy Rice. Hello and welcome to this week's podcast. My name is John Cassidy Rice. I have the pleasure to be your host. And this week we're going to be exploring something called reframing and framing. As William Shakespeare once said, there is nothing either good or bad, but thinking makes it so. So how you think about something, your mindset, the frame you put around the situation can change or transform the meaning or create boundaries that we then act within. Now there's a lovely book called Reframing by Bandler and Grinder. And in there they got several stories. One of the stories they tell is there's this lady driving along the roads and it's just a country lanes and as she goes round this corner this red paw screams round at speed and the man driving it leans out the window shouts out cow and she's like you pig and she goes round the corner and hits a cow so it changes the meaning of that communication uh, there's another story where and I, I believe it was Connie Andreas I may be wrong here was working with this lady who loved the house to be perfectly clean as uh, so much so that if somebody was having a drink and they put their glass or cup down whether they finished or not she'd want to take it away and clean it and she also had this pure white carpet that was very thick and as soon as there were any footprints in it she would like to vacuum it talk about making it easier on yourself so C Connie Andreas went through this whole process where she said now see a house spotlessly clean everything in its place shining brightly the carpet is absolutely clean every strand is standing up and i want you to realize is that perfectly clean because your family has left you now that's quite a shock and she loosened up and there's also a story that stephen covey tells in seven habits for highly effective people where there's this gentleman on an underground and he's got five children and he's sitting there and all the children are messing around climbing over people going in people's bags and everybody's looking at them and until somebody comes over and says excuse me sir do you think you should do something to control your children and this man looks up and he says oh oh yes i'm so sorry i we've just left a hospital where their mothers died and i don't know how to tell them and then suddenly everybody turns to want to help this gentleman who before they were mad at. So frames are very powerful. And within all our communications, we set up frames, what we include and what we're excluding. And a lot of reframes, which we've just been talking about and illustrating, also forms the basis of jokes. For example, it's not that I'm losing hair, I'm gaining face. Two men walk into a bar. Ooh, uh. 
So notice they reframe, they change the way we think about them. We can even frame questions. For example, if someone says, in the view of the widespread anger about this matter, how do you apply to your critics? Would give you a certain response. Or if you said, many people are angry about this, how can we help them? Notice that then frames that same situation in a different way. Also, how you think about time frames your behavior. For example, the first time I come across just how powerful this was, I was reading about Virginia Satir. Virginia Satir is an amazing woman who completely transformed their family therapy. And she used to do something called a week long, where she would spend all week working with a family to heal the family. And they'd often go up to a log cabin into the woods. And she apparently could work 12 hours at a stretch without it affecting her. Powerful woman. But also, she could get a very similar result if she only had two or three hours with somebody. And you know this for yourself. If you had an assignment and you've got six months to complete the assignment, guess how long it takes you to complete the assignment? Yes, six months. But if on the other hand, you know you've only got six weeks to complete the assignment, this assignment is completed within those six weeks. So there's one way that time frames our behavior. So let's explore some ex other examples of framing and their practical uses. Now I used to frame with my children going shopping all the time. Well, when I remembered it made my life a lot easier. And what I would say is, we're going shopping and we're not buying anything, no toys or sweets, we're buying food. So you're not to ask for anything because you will not be given anything. And strangely enough, they were fine with that and evolved within the shopping and all the other great parenting things you need to do when you have children. But the times when I forgot to frame in their mind before we arrived at the shop that we weren't buying anything for them particularly, then what happened was we just had the hardest time. And also you can use it with your children when they're in play dates. You say, right, we've got 10 minutes left. We've got five minutes left. We've got two minutes left. It is now time to put on your shoes and your coat and let's go. And that is framing somebody's mind. So you're preparing up front what is going to happen. So we note that this would probably be very useful at meetings and you can frame the meeting in somebody's mind. Yes, that's also called an agenda. So whoever sets the agenda has the chance to frame people's minds. So if you said at the end of this 20 minutes meeting, we're going to come to a conclusion, guess what you set up to happen in people's mind? Yes, at the end of 20 minutes, we're going to have a conclusion. We could also frame in somebody's mind, at the end of 20 minutes, we will have agreement. And the way that you make sure and edge their way to that 20 minute agreement, I always then say, right, we're at the 15 minute mark, within the next five minutes, we'll come to agreement. So you can see that's very similar to how children leaving a party and how you could use that within a meeting. So is there a whole set of these different frames that we could apply to different situations? Well, I'm glad you asked, because there is. And within NLP, we have several frames. So let's touch upon those now. We have the ecology frame, which means the study of consequences. So for example, 
I will sometimes talk about the ecology frame within goal setting. Sometimes goal setting becomes a little bit too positive, a little bit too rah rah jumpy up and downy. So what do we mean by an ecology frame? Well, let's put that into a context. Let's say one of your life goals is to run the London Marathon or a marathon of some sort. And this is your time to do it and you go for it. Well, what's not positive about that? What's the ecology about that type of goal? Because not only are you going to achieve one of your life goals, you're going to come fit and healthy. You're going to probably change your food and you're going to raise a lot of money for charity. Well, if you know somebody who's trained and run a marathon, and the key word there is trained, how many hours a week do you think you might be trained for at the peak of your training? Yes, it could be anywhere from 10 to 15 hours a week. And where does that time come from? Does it come from your work day or does it come from your home life? For most people, it's quite likely to come from their home life. So the ecology about this would be, does the training impact anybody else that you're living with? You could be out training when the children are going to bed or need feeding or first thing in the morning when they're getting ready for school and you kind of assume that everyone realizes it's for a short period of time but your partner gets a bit mad at you and also remember that you're also going to probably be a little bit more tired and be eating differently from everyone else now if you think of the impact of wider consequences for your actions in this case training and running the london marathon and talk them through with your partner, it would probably make a life a lot easier. In all different situations in our lives, it's important to have an ecology frame about it to consider the wider applications, the impact. Sponsor of this week's NLPcourses.com podcast show is the NLP Master Practitioner. Complete a full NLP modeling project and pull together your NLP skills like no other course can. Head over to the website to grab your place today. Now obviously, uh, which is very key within NLP, we have the outcome frame, i.e. what is our goal here? And if you listen to the last podcast when I was talking about difficult meetings, there was an underlying assumption that you knew what your goal and how you're going to measure success. So an outcome frame. Here we're talking about the goal and what we want from the situation. Okay, excellent. Another great frame within NLP is the as-if frame. So you act as if there is no obstacles. You act as if you already have the skills. You act as if you already have the money. And that's where questions like, if money wasn't a barrier, what would you do? If you could have any job in the world, what would you do? Can we suppose that you had all the resources at your disposal? So the what if frame is all about opening up possibilities. The opposite of the what if frame is what's called the helpless frame, where I can't do it, I'm helpless. Which one would you rather have? I know which one I'd like, is the what if frame, the possibilities. And in fact, you'll see this what if frame within a lot of entrepreneurs. What if we just went for it? What if we took the risk? So there are times when we think about what are the possibilities? And that is a great frame to think about when you're setting your goals, because it's all about a different way of thinking. There's no obstacles. Also, if we think about NLP itself, it is framed within the 
presuppositions of NLP, which are things like there's no failure, only feedback. Now, is that true? Is there no failure, only feedback? Well, it doesn't really matter. But if we believe that it's true and act within that framework, there is no failure, only feedback, then you can never fail. Because what you're doing is getting information. You're getting new information that you can build upon and improve your behavior, your thinking skills. And we have a whole set of what we call the NLP presuppositions. For example, the meaning of communication is the response that I get. So that implies you're 100% responsible for your part of the communication, which also means the other person is 100% responsible for their communication. And even though you think you might be being clear, if the response is not what you expected, do something different. We also have a presupposition within NLP that people make the best choices available to them at that time. So that means in the same situation with the same information and under the same circumstances, you will still make that same decision. Yes, it's easy to change your mind with new information. So you're always making the best possible choice based on the information that you have. And that is just a few of the NLP presuppositions that frame our behavior within NLP. But we also have a whole set of other types of frames. For example, the hypnosis frame of mind. So when somebody goes to see a hypnosis show, the trance starts long before they arrive at the place. It starts from when they see the poster, which triggers a frame of mind. When they buy the ticket, they reinforce that frame of mind and the expectations of how they will behave or other people will behave. And when they walk into the theater, their frame of mind is so strong that the hypnotist really is only looking for people who would make a good show. And that framing of expectations or situations can make a real difference. For example, I had something very similar. Now I have a good reputation of doing one-to-one -one work with people, uh, but I'm often very busy training and I normally have a waiting list for people who want to see me, uh, which, which is lovely. And this one young man kept saying to me, John, you're the only person that can help me. I really need you to do some work with me. And I said, well, I'm very busy you know, on a waiting list. If I get time, I'll help you. But he kept on to please, I need your help. I need your help. So I said, OK. So we found some time uh, during one lunchtime. We sat down and I looked at him. And I always kind of like to go with my instinct, that intuitive ability that I'm lucky enough to have. And I looked at him for some reason. I said, go. And he sat there for 20 minutes breathing really deeply and that's pretty much all he did and I sat there in silence as he went through this he ended 20 minutes he went wow that was amazing and what happened there within his mind as long as he had a session with me he'd already decided i.e his brain had framed the situation as such as long as he does something with me he was going to solve whatever it is that he's working on Actually, I didn't know, but he solved it and he was very happy. So you'll start to notice frames all around us and some of them are very useful and some of them 
will hinder us. And I invite you to share your experiences of how you've either used frames, where it's worked for you, or if you've been stuck in a frame and you may have some questions about what you could do to release and get out of those frames. As always, it has been a pleasure. Please leave a comment, give us a review on iTunes. It does make a difference. Share the link with people. And if I can serve you in any way, which is the service frame, please do let me know. Until next time, thank you. Thank you for tuning in. You were just listening to NLPCourses.com podcast show. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review and make sure to head over to NLPCourses.com to subscribe to our newsletter where we keep you updated with in-depth NLP topics. Subscribe and stay tuned for upcoming episodes on neuro linguistics, programming, and beyond.